Welcome to The Magic of Positive Thinking, a podcast hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com, and content writer, Al Edwards. Norb, you look like a million bucks. How are you? Uh, wonderful. It's a beautiful day today. I thank God for the gift he gives us every day. This is why it's called a present. That's right. Get a present. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because today I was driving and uh, it's, it's just a beautiful day with beautiful clouds. And uh, it looked like a painting, actually. And it's a very clear day, beautiful weather. I'm thinking to myself, you know, God, I can't believe that people do not enjoy this and, and really see the wonderment that we have just to open your eyes, you know. And I'm glad we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about today that Al's going to introduce because uh, if you don't do this, it's one of the ways that Al will talk about. That's right. Well, friends, uh, we have a fun show for you today. You know, this whole time, this is number 21, I believe, by the way. By the way, everyone, Norb just had his birthday a few days ago. So happy birthday, Norb. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, when I said you look like a million bucks with inflation, you look like 10 million bucks. Oh, good, so, good, yeah. So that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, you know, we talk a lot about being optimistic as a lifestyle, as a philosophy of life. But, you know, we are an equal opportunity podcast here. So we thought that it would be a lot of fun to talk about today's title, which is Five Great Ways to be miserable. So if you don't want to be positive, if you want to be miserable, here's five great ways to go about that. What do you think about that, Norb? No, oh, I think it's a great, great approach to it. That's why <laughs> I mentioned the thing about the clouds. If you're miserable because you choose not to see the wonderments that you have every day, I don't care if it's raining or it's snowing, it's phenomenal, you know? There's uh, no so question. If you don't see this, you do become miserable. Well, it's just all about uh, removing the scale from our eyes, right? We, exactly. Uh, today in Chicago happens to be kind of a beautiful, kind of a pre-fall or fall day. I think it's still technically summer, but you just walk around just happy to be alive. There's no question. So let's get into it. Uh, five great ways to be miserable. And I think these are going to be a lot of fun. And of course, we're promoting the idea that you want to do the opposite of these things, unless you really want to do, be miserable. But let's start with number one, Norb. I want to get your thoughts on this. The first great way to be miserable is be in a constant state of resentment and anger, constantly walking around angry, resentful, jealous, envious. And I'll never forget a quote that I think was attributed to the Buddha. And he said, you will not be punished for your anger. You'll be punished by your anger. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, in fact, it's uh, uh, something that people should actually realize that actions, uh, you know, it's the law of nature that an action reacts and, and you get a, a reaction about it. And if you, if you think like that, uh, you will be a miserable person. You know, I, I think some people actually enjoy being miserable. Uh, you know, I was watching the other night uh, this movie Moonstruck. Mm, with Cher, right? Wasn't with she Cher, the, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's the guy's name? I can't remember. But, you know, he he has a, a missing hand or something. And, and uh, 
they just finished making love and, and uh, they're sitting by the side of the bed and he's, he was very depressed. And she gets up and she says, get over it. You know, and it was just such a great moment because sometimes that's what you need to do in life is just get over it. Right. You know, because if you don't get over it, you stay being miserable. And the situation won't change unless you decide to move on from it. It's whatever bad happened is happened. You can't reverse it. Absolutely. So you might as well make accept it. Yeah, accept accept it. it. It's part of life. We talked about this before. Accept being sad, depressed, anxious, part of your life. That's just part of life. That's all. You know, Norb, I'm so glad you said that because I tell a lot of people about this podcast and, um, One of the things that I'm most proud of, and I think you are too, we are different from all the other so-called motivational speakers or motivational podcasts or books because a lot of them, in my opinion, are very unrealistic. They they just want you to be rah-rah every day, all day long, 100%, never let a negative thought come into your mind. And what's different about our show is that we acknowledge that, yes, you're going to be depressed. At times, you're going to be sad. You're going to be discouraged. You're going to be anxious. Welcome to the human condition. But what we always say is that if you get back on the optimistic road, if you practice looking at life as optimistically as possible as a lifestyle, you're going to be so much better off. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the things that is probably one of the hardest things for people to realize, which is uh, really an enigma, is it's not that hard to do. You know, to really think the words of share, get over it. I mean, it happens to all of us. And we've talked about this before, and, and we keep repeating the same thing, and I hope that people enjoy this, but everybody has bad moments. And that doesn't mean you can't remain optimist. Right. Uh, you know, I think that uh, one of the things that Al talked about early in, in these podcasts was that I have a thing on my desk that says, this too shall pass. And uh, uh, it's true, you know? Boy, when you're in the middle of it, though, it sure doesn't seem that way. But if you can keep that perspective, it makes it a whole lot easier to persevere. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no question. Why do you think that uh, anger is so destructive to somebody, Norb? Well, I think, you know, that people get angry for different reasons. And uh, I think that a lot of the anger is things that just keep building up. And, you know, you might be angry because today you went to get gasoline and, and the pump wasn't working and it's cold and... And, and, you know, you had an argument with your wife and uh, you might be angry because, uh, you know, you got rain and, and you got your shoes all wet and, and, and then it accumulates. You know, it's like, like this ball that just keeps rolling down the hill. It gets right. bigger. Like a snowball. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden, somehow it reaches the bottom and you're very angry and, and right. you react, you know, negatively. And there's a lot of... You know, you hear about a lot of this this uh, traffic where people get angry at each other. Road rage. Road rage. And, yeah. and uh, I, I've, I've had guys get really mad sometimes for just something really stupid that I, I make a turn and they didn't like the way I made it. And, and I'm sure right. it has happened to all of us. 
And, and this person is really angry, you know, and you wonder what the heck is wrong with this guy, you know? I just think it's just part of human nature that we have to learn how to control, you know? Just like being positive, it's uh, don't get angry. It, it doesn't really solve anything. And, and, you know, this is one of the things about if you want to be miserable, stay around toxic people. Right. That's one okay. of our five, actually. Right. And, and you know, the, the interesting part about it's really easy to do. Just stay away from these people. And they're easy to identify. They're angry themselves. Right. They're depressed. Right. They have anxiety problems. Right. Well, you know, again, I'm going to quote Cher many times, uh, get over it. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. it, it isn't worth it. Life is really beautiful. Go outside, look at the clouds, look at the, look at the trees, the, the, the birds, the, you know, what we live in this incredible, incredible earth, you know, just enjoy it. Absolutely. I want to tell a quick story about this principle of, uh, looking for the blessings and things instead of the problems and the anger. I was in traffic, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and there was an accident. And of course, it delayed everybody and the traffic stopped. And my first reaction was, I was really angry about this because God forbid, you know, my commute home should be interrupted by some stupid person who can't drive. And I'm, you know, I'm going on and on about this to myself, by the way, there was no one in the car. I was just being an idiot with myself. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, you know what, instead of being angry, I'm going to think compassionately about the people who are in the accident. And I said to almost like a prayer, I said out loud, I hope the people are okay. I know that uh, nobody wants to have an accident. I'm sure that they're not having a good day. I hope everyone's all right. I hope it's all going to turn out okay. Cars can be replaced. I'm sure that hopefully the people, and you know what, all of a sudden I felt better. Because that anger was destroying me. It wasn't affecting, first of all, it didn't change the traffic. Traffic was still all hosed up because of the accident, but it changed me. And I think that's the power of releasing anger and seeing things more compassionately. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's uh, a very mature, which is rare, by the way, with that. Yeah. Mark it down, uh, but, folks. But, I was finally mature. It's a very mature way of looking at things. Yeah. I mean, look at this poor person. You know, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, and it wasn't funny to that person, but I was driving one early morning and there was a lady. I found out it was a lady afterwards. I, I didn't know it was a lady, but she was driving and she was approaching railroad tracks. And all of a sudden the bell started to ring and she had one of those moments where you could see, she didn't know whether to proceed or go right. back. <laughs> So she stopped and the, the, uh, gate came down on the roof of her car hard and it Ooh. went boom. And you could see, you know, the dirt coming from under the car because of the shock. And there was a dent on the roof oh of the car. Gosh. And I'm thinking to myself, obviously, you know, I, I thought that she was probably married and, and I didn't know whether she was or not. But uh, she says, can, can you imagine her trying to explain that right. dent on the roof of the car right. to her husband? And it's just one of those funny things. But I felt sorry for her too. I said, oh my God, this poor woman, she couldn't make a decision, you know, which, right. uh, 
But uh, I agree with you. I, I think it's, yeah, I, I have those thoughts too. Oh, poor person, you know, poor person. You know, it's kind of funny. My father, talking about, I don't know why this came up, but whenever my father saw a funeral, and of course the, the first car is the one carrying the casket, is most famous saying, which I use with my kids, he said, well, there's a guy who doesn't have any, any problems anymore. Right, exactly. And, uh, which, you know. All his problems true. are over. Life is problems, ladies and gentlemen. And please accept that as a fact. And as consciously as you can, uh, choose, and I use that word very carefully, choose to look optimistically at life instead of, you know, toxically, if you will. Yeah, and, and you know, with that, introduction that uh, Al didn't know that I had here. Go ahead. One of my favorite stories is kind of short, and it's supposedly uh, an Indian fable or, or story, and it's an old Cherokee chief that sat down to teach his grandson about life, and he's telling his grandson, you know, there's a fight going inside of me, and it's a fight between two wolves. One wolf is evil, it's full of malice, anger, greed, self-pity, and false pride. The other is good, it's full of peace, love, joy, kindness, and humility. The same fight is going on inside you and everyone else on the face of this earth. The grandson was quiet, pondering this revelation for a moment before asking, Granddad, which wolf will win? The old man smiled and replied, the one you feed. Wow. The moral of the story is good and evil exist within each one of us. It's our responsibility to own that reality and do whatever we can to nurture the good. So if you starve the uh, less than uh, admirable traits or emotions that you may feel and feed the good ones, you're going to be... Right. And, and I like the story because it, it shows that we all have that within us. I love that. Yeah. I it, love it's, that. It's one of my favorite, favorite stories. Yeah. And that goes right into number two, everybody, um, of the five great ways to be miserable. And I think Norb's story was perfect for this one. If you want to be miserable, always focus on the negatives of a situation instead of the positives. And again, I want to bring up a situation in my own life. You know, we all encounter problems or whatever. I just remember, I didn't remember what the problem was, which is a philosophy right there. You don't even remember. It couldn't have been that important. But I was in the middle of this thing and I was frustrated and I was upset. And I was thinking about all the negative things. And all of a sudden I started thinking about, okay, let's think about all the positive things. And you know what, Norb? I didn't want to think about the positive things at that time. I wanted to kind of wallow in self-pity and feel righteous because all these bad things were happening. But I chose instead to think about the positive things, even though I didn't want to. And lo and behold, I felt better. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's a key to life. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, whenever you own a business, you know, I, I, I've had a few businesses and uh, I had one with my dad. And my dad taught me a lot of very interesting facts about just common sense, you know. And uh, he always used to tell somebody that would make a mistake, that's good, you made a mistake, don't do it again. Right. 
So he looked at it as a, a learn. it goes back to Thomas Edison, you know, he made 3,000 mistakes before you got that light bulb. We talk about that just about every show. Uh, so if there's anything you, you can get out of this show is that choose to know that making mistakes and being depressed for moments, it's okay. It doesn't have to be a permanent thing. Right. Yeah. You said one time, uh, if you're not making any mistakes, you're not doing anything. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, right. The thing with mistakes is when, whenever I encounter someone who's made a mistake or whatever and they're feeling bad about it, I always say, well, you know what? The good news is you'll never do that again. Right. You'll never <laughs> try and get your car just a little past E. You'll know that you're going to run out of gas. So the good news is you'll never make that mistake again. And they're like, wow, I never thought of it that way. But that's the thing about mistakes is that you learn. If you don't make them, you don't learn something if you do everything right. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? That's just part of life. I mean, we all go through life and, and we're, everybody's the same. I mean, you're born and you're basically, you know, just a, a very, very limited type of animal and you have to learn everything. Yeah, nobody grows up from, from the time you're born and grows up to be an adult without making any mistakes. Right. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's just totally ridiculous to think that way. You said one time that you feel bad for people who have not uh, learned from their mistakes or made mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Hardship is, is actually good. You know, if you take it as wow, you know, in, in business, sometimes uh, you make a business mistake that costs money. Okay, and, and God knows that everybody in business has done that. But I guarantee you that the people that have been in business for you know, a few years remember those as gospel and they don't make those mistakes anymore. Exactly. You know? I always say there's two teachers in life, love and pain. <laughs> yeah. And there's something about us humans, we always choose the latter. We always choose the pain. But I guess we learn from it, the better. So number two, always focusing on the negative uh, instead of the positive. So try your best, even though if you don't want to at that exact moment, try and see the blessings in every situation. And I guarantee you, you're going to feel better. The third great way to feel miserable is to beat yourself up about something that's not gone right in your life. And we've talked a lot about self-talk. What you say to yourself about yourself uh, is very powerful because you will become what you think about. And that is the strangest secret that our great friend Earl Nightingale said. And this is what this whole podcast is about. You become what you think about. So, Norb, why do you think people beating themselves up unnecessarily is, is so destructive? Well, I, again, it's, you know, this thing about staying away from toxic people in today's world, I think there's, there's a tremendous amount of toxic elements in the media. Uh, you know, if, if you watch any news, there is no one that I've seen uh, lately or for a long, long time that says, God, look what a beautiful day this is. You know, uh, no, it's always like, uh, today, you know, this was 65, but, uh, tomorrow we're expecting rain and, and, <laughs> right. uh, you know, this, uh, a hurricane is, is, uh, uh, number one, uh, and it's going to hit new England 
And, and, you know, nobody's saying, you know, the rest of the country's very calm and it's very nice. <laughs> and yeah, the people in New England, you know, they've had hurricanes before, they're gonna survive them. And, and uh, again, what Q said, I feel sorry for them. I, I don't wish that, but that's just part of living in New England. I mean, we live in Chicago, we have snowstorms, we have cold weather. Uh, California, that beautiful place has, uh, you know, earthquakes and mudslides and, and heavy rains were, and seven dollars uh, a fires. gallon. Yeah, and uh, you know, but people still love this, and, and they accept the good with the bad. So that's the key, you know. And quit just dwelling on all the negativity, you know. And and uh, think about the good things. I mean, I have a family member that's that's actually my wife's family that uh, when they got married, they told stories that they really, really went through a rough time uh, money-wise. You know, they just didn't have any money and and uh, they had a couple of kids and, and they were really miserable. And they told a story that uh, they ate hot dogs like for a month and that's all they ate is hot dogs. And you know, what's funny is that they remember that, that they actually enjoyed that because they would, you know, cut the hot dog, put a little cheese in it, and, and right. they'd get buns, and uh, they would go to the market and get the day-old bread. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because it was a, a bad moment in their life, but they remembered it as a good moment because now they can afford to eat whatever they want. They, he, he had a business, and it became fairly successful. And... Uh, you know, they still remember those. Yeah. So uh, don't look at things like, oh my God, it's a hot dog again, hot dog. No, 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 enjoy it. Boy, at least I got a hot dog, you know? I mean, it's, uh, and, and this will be, will overcome this. And that ties directly into what this number three one is about beating yourself up is that your Charlene's family member didn't get paralyzed with shame or guilt about what was happening at that time because he went on to have a business and be successful. So in other words, he didn't beat himself up to the point where he could not get over whatever adversity he was living no, with. No, in fact, I'll tell you something which is kind of interesting is that I think that guy was probably much happier than a lot of people that I know that have always had relatively wealthy lifestyles. He is a much happier guy. And I think one of the reasons might be that he did have those hardship moments. Oh, so, yeah. uh, you know, if, if you have those moments and you overcome them, uh, because he never lost that enthusiasm, you know, so he overcame him and all of a sudden he had a much, much better life than somebody that probably didn't have any hardships, you know? A absolutely. And I think the great lesson in that story is that he didn't beat himself up about adversity, I should say, you know, with regard to uh, being able to move on and not just telling himself that he's a failure and a loser and all these other kind of things, because that's just so destructive. It does nothing. Yeah. And, and, you know, he probably did have those moments, okay, because we all do. But by the same token, uh, he could see past that. Right. Yeah. He was able to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. And move on. That's yeah. probably the, should be the title of our show today, Get Over It. No, but we'll stick with the original one. All right, moving on to number four. Uh, a great way to be miserable is letting the past define your future. 
And I think a lot about this because I've, I've always said, I feel like there's an, a lot of people, there's an imaginary chain attached to them with one part of the chain is them attached to their leg. And then the other part of the chain is something that happened to them in the, in the past. And as a result of that, they feel chained to that event or circumstance in the past. So it prevents them from doing something different in the future. And what I've tried to come to realize in my own life is that, you know, like you said, you know, you learn from the past and the past is the past. But just because you were a certain way in the past or things happened in the past doesn't mean you have to be that way moving forward. No, and I, I mean, this is, uh, uh, you know, I happen to like movies a lot. And, and uh, this is something that is a, a very typical and common subject in movies about people that really get beat up in some form or another, for example. There's a movie with actually Ronald Reagan and Doris Day where he's an incredible baseball star and uh, he has a, a very, very bad thing happen to him and he, he gets drunk and, and he even leaves her and, and uh, but all of a sudden somebody, you know, talks to him and reminds him of what he was and, and he actually came back and became the star that he used to be again. Wow. And uh, uh, yeah, if you dwell in the past, we, we all have things to be not happy about in the past. I don't want to be, a, say, ashamed because there, there's a lot of people that are not ashamed because nothing happened to be ashamed, but we tend to magnify whatever we are not happy with. And, and you know what? We're here for a very short time and things like that happen to every one of us. So again, take it as a common, ordinary happening in humanity. I think that, I think you hit on something very important because, and I have struggled with this also in my own life is that, you know, when you realize that these things in life happen to everybody, you know, life plays no favorites. There's nothing about me or you or Joe on the street that's any different. Everyone's going to have bad luck. Everyone's going to have failure. Everyone's going to have, you know, success if they, that's what they want to do. The human experience has many commonalities to it. And I think the minute you know that and feel that emotionally, you're going to feel a lot better about things. Yeah, absolutely. It's common. I'm no different than everybody else. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, number five, moving right along here, is something that Norb uh, talked about a few minutes ago. And we talk a lot about this. Hang around uh, with negative people if you want to be miserable. A few podcasts ago, Norb was watching a movie and they had a whirlpool in the movie. And it was just nothing to do with, you know, positive attitude or anything. It was a whirlpool that people, or a jacuzzi, you know, that people get in. And Norb thought the whirlpool is a great analogy <laughs> for being around negative people, that you get sucked into the whirlpool of negativity. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, this is kind of funny because uh, I had forgotten about that, but uh, it is a good analogy, even if I'll take credit for it. Please. Uh, yeah, because... That happens. I mean, when you're surrounded by this whirlpool of negativity, you're just pulled into it and it's very, very hard to swim out of it. And uh, the best thing to do is just to say, I'm not going to get in this because it's just not good. You know, it's just not good. And you know, I, there's, there's a little formula that I, that I got, which is really nice. And they say that life is 
actually like a, a formula from B to D, birth to death. And what's between B and D? It's a C, choice. Our life is a matter of choices which we make. Live well and it will never go wrong. Wow, I love that. I've never heard that before. No, I hadn't either. I just read it and it's... B to D and then there's a C in the middle which is choice. Right. God, I love that. Yeah. Because you can't do anything about the B and the D anyway. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. Those you were are the born... two given things. Exactly. That's it. So God, I love that. You know, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Well, friends, I think what we're just trying to say is that um, sad and tough and hard things happen to everybody. It's okay to get depressed. It's okay to get sad. It's okay to feel discouraged. But as long as you get back on the road as optimism, as a lifestyle, as a philosophy of life, you are going to be able to overcome everything. And even if it's hard to look optimistically at something when you're in the middle of being angry, like when I was in the traffic about the accident. I felt better when I had compassion for those people versus being angry that they're in, you know, they're interrupting where I want to be or something like that. And I've often said, as I said earlier, that that is the difference between this show and a lot of others is that we are not fake. We are not, you know, phony in the sense that you have to be rah, rah, hundred percent positive at every minute. And I think that's very important. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, uh, pick up that little piece of paper every day. I started doing it religiously and, and I'm actually sometimes looking for the little piece of paper because the places I go around are pretty clean actually, but, uh, I, I'm kind of happy when I see that little piece of paper, pick it up and, uh, y you're making the world a little better, you know, and, and it, it really does reinforce that positive uh, approach to life. A couple podcasts ago, Norb was talking about, uh, things to do to, uh, be more optimistic. And one of them was pick up a little piece of paper when you see it on the ground. And I've talked to a lot of people who are now doing that. I just did that the other day. And there's something magical about you're feeling better about life if yeah. you pick up that piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds you to, to be positive. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Norb, when you say you do it religiously, do you do it in church? Is that what you meant by that? Uh, no, because, you know, to me, the world is a church. There you go. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Great way to segue out of that. I love that. Yeah. Well, friends, we hope that you've enjoyed our podcast. Uh, we encourage you to listen to our other 20 podcasts that we have. We always have a lot of fun. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. Please tell your family and friends about our podcast. Uh, we really believe in this message. Uh, Norb and I don't make a dime on any of this that we do. We really do believe that this is important. And uh, if we can be a messenger about these ancient philosophies, I think we'll feel really good about things. So, Norb, thank you as always. Amen, brother. All right. Okay. For Norb Savannah Senior, this is Al Edwards, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. <laughs>